All right, welcome to episode 10 of Six Point Weekend, brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company and the beautiful game network. You can check them out, tastybeverageco.com and uh, bgn.com. And um, so the first half, it's going to be the three of us. It's going to be KP. Uh, it's going to be myself and Ebony. Hello. Hello. And then the second half, we're going to have Dave come in, and he's going to talk about the courage because Dave was the only one who made it to the courage match. <laughs> there was a couple people up there. Yeah. yeah well, Dave. like of us. Of us. Yeah, That made it. So, um, so we're going to hear from Dave in the second half. But first, we are going to talk NCFC because man, doesn't it feel good? Six point weekend. Doesn't it feel weekend. finally? Finally. Finally. <laughs> finally like <laughs> like we don't get to be clowned anymore like like because you know i don't know if y'all saw this but like uh jack's militia tweeted out that i was a special guest on talking jacks and they called us six point season podcast Ooh. i was like that's pretty good that's a good that one is really good. that's, that's a good one i'm gonna give you that i'll one. give you that one but well and to be mm-hmm. fair i think it was on the first episode we set expectations for this season i said hey if we can just beat matthews both times i'm happy yeah, <laughs> or all much. three times i should say yeah it's kind of like West Ham and Spurs. Like that's the Cup final. Is like as long, <laughs> if West Ham stays up and has a crap season, but they beat Spurs twice, they're all th- right. They had a great season, right? <laughs> but I think I, sign them for two more years, right? <laughs> <laughs> we we can set our our expectations slightly higher, and I think we have. But it's just always nicer to win uh, a, a rivalry a match, game. especially yes. in a derby match. And actually, KP and I, I think we were all talking on the bus ride up of like. Do we call it Derby or do we call it Darby? Darby. And I would say Darby because that is like specific to the sport. Right. Because if you say Derby, people think you mean race. Race. Like like horse race. Horse race or Pinewood Derby. Right. (laughs) Either kind of race. We're not talking about that kind of race. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it was a really great, uh, it was a great ride up. Yeah. It was a really great ride back. Really fun. <laughs> that was a the, really great ride back. It, well, it was a great ride, but it was surprisingly quiet. I feel like we actually would have been louder and rowdier had we drawn or lost. We would have been more frustrated, whereas we had used up so much energy from yeah. celebrating during yeah. the game and before the game that I think yeah. it was just like, all right, I want a nap. Yeah. yeah, we basically, everybody at the front of the bus, so if you didn't know, we took a bus, a full bus. <laughs> a a chartered bus, yeah. A chartered bus down to Matthews. Uh, I mean, there was some, there was some singing. Mm-hmm. Definitely on the way there. Yep, a lot of drinking. A lot of, a lot of drinking. A lot of drinking. Since Matthews doesn't let us tailgate. Yeah, or which have we'll get, one. we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on the ride back, everyone was a little bit more tired. Just, just, just gassed. Yeah. But just that gassed. last hour, we were like, I did not want to fall asleep. I was yeah, like, I, I have to drive yeah. home after this. Exactly. We yeah. got home. It was like twelve. We got back to the stadium. It was like twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like gotta stay awake gotta stay yeah, awake gotta yeah. stay awake so then we just had to turn on the belt the boom box and yeah and <laughs> busted out some karaoke <laughs> yeah and, we did we did and get some power ballots going just just a few yeah, we, we definitely caught our second wind about maybe an hour and a half out of raleigh and it was really great to see everybody was having a lot of fun uh connor tobin came on the bus ride up yep to Matthews, Shout out. which was really Shout awesome out to connor. uh and he was in the stands the entire time yeah it's so great uh, hearing him kind of shout direction to the players, like, oh, this is what it sounds like on the bench, you know? <laughs> uh, which is which is really cool. You know, um, I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed. I think even if we had lost, I still would have said I enjoyed my time. Absolutely. Just, oh, yeah. The results matters. Obviously, it matters, especially coming home. But I, overall, we had a great time. 
there were no there was no fighting. Not like I was worried about that or anything like that. But, no, you know, just no. everybody was well behaved. Nobody had too much to drink. Uh, okay, let me let me backtrack on that one. <laughs> no one got people, out of hand with it. No yeah. one got there. That's what I meant to say. No one got out died. of hand no, with no, it. No, yes. Uh, <laughs> all all of us made it back on the bus. Everyone had their seat buddy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, everyone <laughs> had their seat like buddy. We kind of figured that out about halfway through. Of just like mm, we should probably check to make sure everybody's <laughs> on the bus. So. We had a yeah. we had a good time, yeah. uh, and and I and I do have to give you know, sort of hesitantly, but I do have to give a shout out to Jackson Melissa who you know provided a lot of atmosphere on the opposite side. Absolutely. We were directly across from them, and it was a lot of fun trading back and forth. Yeah, you know, we had our put together tifo. Um, shout out to the painting crew who did that. Yes, way um, to go, people. They had a tweet which I couldn't read. All I could read on it towards the end of it was it was something we had tweeted that um, OCS has tweeted and it had Colin Clark out in it or something like that. I was just like, whatever. But I will give them credit for that inflatable hot dog. Yes. <laughs> and if they meant that as an insult, it didn't work. If they, <laughs> if they just meant it as a taunt, fair play because now I want to buy at least 10 of those yeah. for the next one. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like I want I was my initial reaction was hyper specific to this podcast and I was like are they trying to say it's a sandwich? No. <laughs> no, it's not a sandwich, Johnny. It's not a sandwich, Johnny. So what that actually says is they listen to us. <laughs> right, right, right. Also, shout out to Ryan Jernigan, founder of OCS, mm. for basically putting the whole thing together. Uh, having conversation with the front office at the Independence and for NCFC and just saying, hey, you know what? We did this for Greensboro. Can we do it for Charlotte? Yes, we can. We got, to, you know, within maybe a couple of weeks, we had it up on the website. People were buying tickets left and right. We practically sold out the bus. Maybe not quite 100% there, sold. There was a few empty seats, but it ended up working out because people brought coolers. and We had, the we had, right. we had we way filled, too many coolers. Yeah, yeah. We, we filled needed space the bus. Coolers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and and a lot of people, a lot of people drove down independently. Yeah. yeah. For one reason or another, they couldn't get off work on time because we left at like 2.30. Yeah. Some people made a weekend out of it too. Like they I did. Know, like Michelet and them like they went down I think either the day before like really early on the day of just to go hang out with friends and get beers and then go to the game and you know people kind of took it at their own pace but it was really cool yeah and we had uh, surprisingly it wasn't even I didn't even really know this until maybe the day before that NCFC youth was having a tournament or some sort of yep. uh, they were playing a Charlotte team while they were down there which is I don't know if that's just divine intervention or if everybody planned it that way but awesome to see the future in the stands yeah. cheering with us. They were leading some chance towards the end were, too. Yeah. It yeah. was awesome. And then when we were leaving to go to the back to the bus, they were cheering the yes! whole way back to their cars. That was the coolest part by bar, bar so none. If anyone that like, was the coolest. Is, who's listening as a part of the youth or knows anybody, any parents, just big shout out to them. Yes. Like we, we, um, we will be making it out to some youth games yes, hopefully guaranteed. this year because they're the future and it's great to see the kids get involved. Yeah, the, they were amazing. Like, we got to teach them a couple more lines, but yeah. they, like I'm so excited because they are so excited. They, they, they just did it on their own. Yeah, they love like they love supporting. Yeah, yeah, just as much as we do. So I can't wait to see. One of our uh, OCS members was like, "My kid's hooked now. Like yeah. he wants to be in this in the supporter section for all the rest of the games." I'm like, "That's really cool." Yeah, that you can't. And plus, you can't hate. Uh, we weren't necessarily the ones cheering. I think we did on the way out. You can't hate on a bunch of you know. 
nine and ten year olds cheering no, and they're leaving the stadium. But you had you had a fan yell out the window of his car <laughs> that we were cheering and I'm like, It's the it's the kids. It's the kids. It's the kids. Like, yeah. kids. Take it up with them. Yeah, like <laughs> they they started it. I just follow. Yeah, and if if for anybody who's like, Well, you're gonna have your kids support for you, it's like, uh, you wish you had that level of support. Yeah. Right. You have like, children it, it goes who are all the way down. Yeah. Like I yeah. saw we were so we weren't next to the actual family section thank goodness because that would have been a bad time for them but we were near families and you know i, I think there might have been someone who came over a few times and oh really by the time we were saying wankers oh, but I, I didn't care I, I, you could tell that <laughs> pick your battles no, lady. no one yeah. came to stop us i think the only thing they did was get us from standing on the stands themselves which i understand you know yeah, it's, i like, respect that we're, That's, we're, we're in not someone else's yeah, yeah we're right, not at home right, right. so we have to be safe and right next to <laughs> but, right but they were sitting there and you know that's why you know i kept joking about how like all these people and i can't hear them i, <laughs> I could hear jack's militia but that was about it but i think you know having our own kids being noisy and stuff was really fun and uh, very inspiring yeah i was really excited dave just dropped in hey dave hey uh, Dave. i'll be around for the second segment here <laughs> It, yeah it was just a it was a great experience so we should probably even talk start talking about the game because it's been too long um, <laughs> it was exciting to, it was exciting to talk about it again I'm just yeah. so excited because footy has had the worst like three games ever in this game he, and then he becomes CR7 yeah <laughs> <laughs> the bicycle kick was amazing I but thought it was gonna go in like his defense all around was amazing yeah. like he, he stepped up he yeah he knew what was on the line mm-hmm. and he stepped up and proved his worth he, and he, he literally was phenomenal back there yeah. even Based, with like harrington back there with him yep. steven miller had to join him back there yep, yep. for a game every like it was amazing i was so shocked because i was like he's literally having the game of his life right yes. now yeah and i appreciate i hope it. not i hope he has more of those oh yes no, I, need, I, I, need, <laughs> I need that game of his life every week <laughs> absolutely but like that was like his best moment all we season. were waiting for him to break out and he totally did i think everybody played one hell of a game from start to finish you know what everybody said what fuck it Fuck hey, that's there you go. KP, more, you got you your can wish, take baby. that verbatim for that. I was like, we need to just Colin Clark needs to say fuck it. We need to say fuck it. The team needs to say fuck it, and that's exactly what, what? happened. I'm sure he Colin Clark. Two forwards out on the field. Yeah, two, two forwards. forwards. Uh, I forgot we had two forwards yep. signed. I, I I was I was like blown away yeah. that we started with two forwards. We never start, we we end with two forwards. Yeah. That's pretty standard. We we ended with two forwards in this game. Or I think we did. But it was, it was overdue. It was overdue, and I think maybe maybe that was Clark's intention. Like he thought that, that Charlotte maybe thought we were going to start with one up top because mm-hmm. we're away. You want to play safe? No, nah, he played attacking. No, yeah, we played attacking, and then yeah, we yeah. were attacking from almost the, war- the whole time, the entire time. I mean, it would have been a proper attack if we weren't called offside yeah. six so times. many times and five times. Oh. Five, five times. times. Five times. And in I will the first say half. this to zero. So, and the refreshing thing was the goals we got, they weren't PKs. Nope. And they weren't offsides goals. They were onside. They were great build up. It was just the perfect. I, I barely saw the second goal because I was so excited about the bicycle kick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. It was I didn't know. They I thought that count. went in. I, didn't know I they... thought it went in, but I saw it come back. But then I saw it get buried, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I lost my voice at that I, point. I didn't even know it was footy until the highlights, because it was on the other side of the field. I, I, I heard someone yelling, "Oh man, footy! How's he gonna do? Wait! Oh my god! I just did a bicycle <laughs> kick." <laughs> it it was amazing. Now, 
the goals themselves weren't quote unquote sexy, no. but they were workmanlike goals, which is kind of what we were, would like to see. Yes. They were two rebound chances that just were tapped in. We've talked about this before. Tap-ins are, they're deceiving, right? Both Lomas and Rios were in the position to score. But yes. Rios set himself up for that tap-in. Yes. He yep. got the initial ball, shot it, was saved, and then it was a tap-in. Right. Yep. But the Loomis one was, you know, the footy bicycle kick. Really yeah. Well. Yeah. It that, was but a, that he he put himself in that position to be in the box to be. Yeah. Because originally, like I, looking at the replay, and I'm sure Dykstra, their their keeper, is just kicking himself. You could even tell as soon as the ball went in that he he hated what he did. Yeah. It was kind of one of these halfway, I want to pop it over the bar. But I also want play to continue. But I also want to pop it out. Yeah. And he didn't quite know what to choose. Like, he was of two minds about it. He switched mid-fist, yeah. I yeah. think. Like, if he just he closed his it, fist, it would have been a very different situation. Yes. But, but he, he popped it right hand. to Lomas. Yeah. Like, it, like, he literally he, gave it to Lomas. Like, put it in his yeah. hands and said, here you go. Yeah. And and the, and that was that was all she wrote. Okay. That was about maybe in the 85th minute. And yeah. that was game over at that point. And I could hear us going absolutely ape shit on the entire yes. opposite end of the field. It sounded like a home game at that point. Yeah. yeah. It was a good night. It was magical. And I want to say, I, I tweeted this on the way back, and I, I do really stand by it because they, the uh, opposition Twitter was very quiet for a little bit. And then when, when they came back the next day, they were pretty civil. They were like, hey, thanks for the yeah. you know bringing this, the support and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that was fun. And I look forward to hosting them. Yeah. Um, but someone pointed out where we were on the table, and I was like, and Drew made a great point. It was no one will remember where we were at week five right. forever, but everyone will remember who won the first league NC Derby. Yes. And that's us. <laughs> Very true. Uh, Which sucks because that game doesn't count towards the Derby. Yeah, it really does. Well, the, really the Southern Derby Cup, but yeah. at least like. Counts for us. At, at least, yeah, the rivalry <laughs> between us and Charlotte. 100% yeah. counts for us. We had ourselves some fun. We're uh, up 3-1 now. Yeah, 3-1 <laughs> all-time. Uh, I think Early. they won their first meeting 1-0, and then we've won three straight after that yeah. with a combined score of 11-2. Yeah. Um, not like it matters that much, obviously, because... But hey. But hey. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time. Again, thank you to everybody for being so hospitable. Yep. Thank you to the stadium for allowing us to come in with our drum yeah, and set yeah. up our banners. Yep. And, and we were we were treated extremely well by the staff and everybody and even the fans that were around us, you know, we had no issues and you know, a rivalry game can get heated and but at the end of the day it's just banter for a sport. And yeah. the fact that no one had to get any kind of altercations over it. No one was, got arrested. was great. No one got arrested, no one got hurt. So it was it was just a friendly rivalry game and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thoroughly, I, I I'm I'm already looking forward to the next trip, which is not until August. Yeah, so it's a bit of a ways away. And then they play us on the last game of the season. No, no, the, so yeah, no, the last game of the season is there. Yeah. Oh, there. Oh, they, they play yeah, they us, come but they play August. us. Yeah, 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 it is right. a while. And yeah, those two games right. will count towards the Derby Cup. Yes. So hopefully we can pull it off again and again. Yeah, hope so. Uh, Tim Backus hardly had anything to do in that match, which, hey, good. But again, but again <laughs> for, for shutout. shutout. For yeah. shutout. Yeah, for shutout. And, and again, just like with Lomas and with um, Rios being where they needed to be at the right moment with Benteke, uh, 
you know, he, he, <laughs> the tech is, uh, Tim Bacchus, Tim Bacchus. I'm still exhausted. We got the tech guy. I'm still exhausted from the weekend. Uh, you know, yes, he didn't get tested very much, but he did what he needed to do exactly when he needed I mean, to do he, it. He it was, was tested. perfect. He had that one ball, that one cross come in, but then the guy skied over the bar. So yeah. he didn't really, yeah. Which we had an opportunity early in the first half where there was, I, I'm trying to remember who it was. Austin? I want to say Manabendue to Becker. And then Becker kind of one-timed the cross. He kind of looped a beautiful little ball. Yes, it was awesome. Into Deleuze. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And and, and it was kind of awkwardly placed because Deleuze didn't quite know. He wanted to open his body up to kind of curl it into the top corner. Mm-hmm. But, but in doing so, he opened his foot up too much and it seemed he kind of skied it. Yeah. Um, looking oh, was at that the, the chip one? Was that kind, it was kind of a chip. It yeah. was more like a, a side-footed was, yeah. volley. Yeah. That it was, that's, first of all, that's really hard to do mm. on a volley from a looping ball into the box. But he was completely unmarked. And... I know Austin would love to have that one back. Shoot, I would too. You know, like yeah. it, I, I wish we had that one back too. I, I think if he had an opportunity to score, like to, to do that in practice, he probably scores eight out of ten times. Oh yeah. Um, that being said, it was a great. I think that was a good set, uh, trend setter for the rest of the uh, the match. That we're coming out, and we're attacking. I think we call. I think we offered them practice after the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think. I don't think Charlotte was quite ready for how we set up no uh that like w- there was a, a a yellow card in like the first 10 minutes by martinez, martinez yeah on deleuze he and, said like but he made like he was he argued it like yeah. you literally came in two-footed yeah. and got no ball you didn't get deleuze either but you could have gotten deleuze and deleuze could have been substituted for an injury like yeah. you yeah. literally came in studs up yeah. ready to go and how do you argue that call? Like, well, because right. that's how he does. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a little bit of a a, a wild card. I'll say. I'll, I'll be nice. I'll I mean, say wild card. He was like that. He's for reckless. Us, but... he, he's reckless. And talking to the talking Jacks guys, he's not had a very good season. No. Mm. Uh, he clearly misses Enzo in the partnership that they had. Um, Enzo that... made him look good. Without him, Enzo made that team look good. True. And, they're, and now they're missing him bad. True. One thing nobody really mentioned was. And as as much as I don't believe in it, because Charlotte fans believe it more than I do, that Amon Zayed came on and did nothing. Absolutely. Truly nothing. nothing. Can we bury this now? Yes. Can we just go and end the whole he scores against us? Because if you bring him on, and then it was 1-0. It was 1-0. They were chasing a game. They, they were all more offensive in the second half. They had, I, they I saw had a lot of balls goal, fly, though. After the yeah. goal, they had like those couple minutes of like, nothingness of like trying to attack but really couldn't find their their footing because they were like could, no final third yeah they, they weren't they weren't ready for yeah. us to score and you could tell mm-hmm. that like you always have to be ready for your opponent to score but you could tell they were really flustered by it yeah. so they they had those those couple minutes but then they just started flying off yeah crosses like they're doing the long ball prayer fc type game and i'm like <laughs> And that's not really gonna work when no. you're when your tallest forward out there before Zayed came on was five four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Herrera is considered your second striker, yeah. he's thirty seven. Yeah. Right. And um, it's like, so you're gonna put Martinez up against Footy. And, okay. And, okay. And when you have one of those guys who likes to try and be offensive in Martinez, and, and I know he seems to be more of a of a, a I guess you would call like the, the soccer version of an enforcer in hockey. Mm-hmm. When he's on a yellow, he has to kind of pull back a little bit he yeah. can't be as 
gregarious on the field as Ooh, I nice use the word, word gregarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably doesn't even fit for word the, of the context. Uh, pretend it does. Judges, no, does not fit. <laughs> does not fit. Uh, but they, yeah, it was, uh, I think. That means he had to play like that for 90 minutes. Yeah, a- yeah. 80 minutes, I'm sorry, because he got that in like the 10th minute. Yeah, and yeah. that they had to substitute a injury early on. In the so second they were half. only down yeah. uh, two substitutes. So kind of changed the game a little bit for them. Whatever. It, it, these things happen. You know, it could easily happen to us. It's just a matter of how you cope, how you deal. That's what is the difference between a win and a loss. Soccer is silly that way. Yep. That's right. You can, you can almost say everything as to, like, like when you were, like, when we picked Nashville over Charlotte, people were like, what's up with that? And you were like, soccer is silly that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's yep. just how it is. Uh, so back-to-back 2-0 losses for Charlotte. I think maybe... Um, where do you shake things up? Because where are your striker options? Yeah, well, I mean, they they have they have some injury deal. They 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 definitely have some injuries, but so did we. Yeah, so we do were both we. Injury ridden. I think we were. I think equal on injury. Yeah. So and and in terms of gelling, they at least have most of their players returning, or they're familiar with the system that they're going into. Whereas we had wholesale changes coming in. And it takes a while. And I'm hoping that this is the catalyst that pushes us forward into the next couple of games this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're heading up to Canada. Yeah, it'll be a nice oh. time. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. It's, it's, I think it's already cold up there still. <laughs> still? Jeez. Yeah, buddy in Boston, he was like, oh, it's 30 degrees. I'm like, oh, great. That oh, means great. the boys are going to be going even colder. Yeah, let's go. So we play... Uh, Toronto on Wednesday. Toronto, Toronto on Wednesday. Ottawa, Ottawa on Saturday. Both away. Yep. Both away games. Both but of them currently have zero points. Right. So I'm hoping that this result is oh, yeah. is a is a catalyst. Yeah. But keeping in mind there's only three points that separate us versus them. Right. Right. <laughs> and there's a reason for that, one way or the other. Toronto, everyone can say, is not very good. But if I know the USL like I know USL even for the short amount of time, is that you just cannot predict what the hell is gonna happen game to game. No. The Rowdies lost 5-0 to New York. I know. Yeah. I, I was like, I was, oh, I think we all picked them to win. Right, we did. And I then picked they got them crushed. like I picked them what 2-1, I think. No, no, yeah, I 3-1. I said 3-1. Yeah. Everybody York, you said t- Dave said 2-0? Yeah, so yeah. New York is good. They won the league 2 years ago. Yeah. And they're they're stacked with offense. So the Rowdies like, are just as good. Yeah, Rowdies, the Rowdies you'd are figure great. Figure they would have gotten a goal or something. Somewhere, or, or, like you know, some of us were saying like oh, it's going to be a three three shootout or something. You know, it's like you just never know with USL. So I will say this: if our players are listening, please don't treat either of these games with a whole with just casualness. You know, we play two games in five days, roughly six days, and. I, yeah. I know that they're not yeah, three true. games and seven, three, 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 three seven. And seven. Yeah. Yep. So there's not a lot of downtime to, you know, you gotta, gotta be on your game. Like as soon as the Charlotte game's over, celebrate it on the night, but the next day, gotta yeah. get ready to go. Right. Again. Yeah. You got to train and then get on a, get on a plane. This is a very, uh, I, I hate to say it so early on, but this is a very crucial point in our season. This is the time where we learn how to click. And I think, yeah. that, and that is the big thing with, why I was like, we need to say fuck it about the lineup for not just because it was the Derby game and how important it was, but just because we just didn't seem to be clicking the way we were up till this past weekend. And I think if we keep what we did this time and try to take that when we go to Canada, I think we'll be all right. I hope so. 
uh, a win will definitely help their confidence. I know that. Oh, yeah. it, oh. On all the other games, you could see how frustrated the boys were. And understandably, like it's not like they were frustrated because they didn't care. They were frustrated because they were wanting to try so hard and get so much done, and they realized the pressure this early on in a new league with new lineups, all this kind of stuff. So I think having this win and such an important win yeah. is hopefully going to spark a great season. I, I, th- I think that this, if we didn't come out with three points, I'm really worried going into the Canadian double. If we had had a draw, <laughs> I would have been okay. I would have been because I was kind of yeah. expecting a draw. Even I right, predicted yeah. a win, but like I mentally, I was like, <laughs> I was like, if we get a draw, cool, I'm happy, whatever. But we got a win, and it was a very convincing win. So this is where we just keep running with that. Yeah, I, I, there's a the the way I the way I see these two games is. Toronto and Ottawa can't stay winless and pointless for long. Do I don't want us to be the team that gives them their first points of the season. I just, you know, that's what, but that's what they were saying about Charlotte. Yep. Charlotte didn't sure. want to be the first ones to give us our points. Right. This right. But, but they did. Yeah. So I, I only say this, uh, is this like a pay it forward type of thing? <laughs> I, hope, I, mean, I, hope I mean, Hey, if we get a point from each, I'm not that's, great. That's I'm not feeling right. great about that, but it's something. No, and they're yeah, two that, really tough travel road games back to back. We don't have a week to prepare for either. And then we come right back home. And we come right back that. home. Yeah, it's it's not a great situation for us to be in. And you know, I think that has something to do with the scheduling of the courage. You got to make sure that everybody gets an equal shake of the pie, mm-hmm. or share of the pie, shake, whatever. Shake. Um, a pie shake. Yep. And now I want to cook out shake. <laughs> <laughs> Get that cheesecake milkshake. Mm. Yep. That's something that Raleigh and Charlotte can agree on. Cookout is cookout is shit. great. Yes. I'm I'm in a little trepidation about going into the to the two games, only for that reason. I don't know. There's just something in me that's just like, ah, are we gonna shit the bed again? Right. Because I don't know. Again, as a lifelong Spurs fan, there's that like like quote unquote Spursy. Uh, yeah, you know, you don't play up to the teams that you should beat, but you play really well the teams that you sh- quote unquote shouldn't beat. I just have that like that like feeling deep down it's like you beat west brom right you beat west brom 5 nil, or or you or, or you lose you beat city 2 nil, but you lose to west brom 3-1 right yeah. you it, know like yeah it's very interstate too like yes you know, it's very beat, interstate do, shit. beat carolina yeah. and then lose to boston college yeah, yeah exactly in fact that's a better analogy actually we beat duke at home by like 10 and i was there for that game and then we lost to boston college by yeah. like 30 yeah and yes. i was like NC State shit. So yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not NCFC shit, and I'm not going to say that that's no. that that's not a thing. I mean, it can become a banner. <laughs> but but I do worry that the both of those teams are so long into their season with four games. You got, uh, just odds are good for them to get points at some point, mm-hmm. and this is like odds on. This is around the time when I feel like it would happen for them. Uh, so it's just like catching them at the wrong time. They're <laughs> sick of losing. They're going to come out guns blazing. They're playing at home. I'm sure zero people are going to show up for these games because it's a midweek game in Toronto and a during s- NBA playoffs, during and NBA right. playoffs uh, NHL and, playoffs, and Toronto. Did, FC to, are did playing. the Maple Leafs make the playoffs? Yeah, they're playing Boston. Now they're losing, but they're playing. <laughs> What's the series? Uh, two nil. I think it's two nil. Mm. Oh gosh, actually, 
the Vegas Knights are what three uh, nil? Yeah, both Vegas teams are. And I believe that Columbus is three nil against Washington. I mean, that's Washington. I'll check that right now. That's so Metro. Both both. Uh, both Vegas teams are playing really well. In fact, I think the Golden Knights came out to support the Lights in their last. Home yeah, game. did you see yeah. that? It's pretty cool. Did I you mean, guys see that uh, performance the Knights put on, or they had go on before the actual start of the first game? If you haven't, it, it, it's theatrics, but it's I got to give it to them. It was pretty cool. I like, mean, I guess the weed helps with that. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it, like they they lit up the the ice and they had like a gold knight come out and oh, like one of those projection ma- things. Sort of, put, there were, but it was actual physical people on the ice with oh. this, like someone dressed up as a gold knight going up against what oh, would be his Western he, Conference rivals. And oh, they were cool. dressed up too, so he, uh, he was going after. Can um, we do that? Kings on, first. Can we do the wake med? <laughs> That'd be great. I know what you're talking about. Too I thought expensive. you meant the go, the uh, Las Vegas Lights mm. because they're not sponsored by our dispensary. Yeah, br- the, 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 the weed Boston, dispensary. Yeah. Toronto is 2-0. Uh, Jackets lead over Capitals 2-0. Penguins and Flyers are just NHL trading play, uh, <laughs> blowouts. But yeah, no, I think I think all things aside, like the 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 attendance may be low at these games, but with the weather still being a little cold, yeah, and the, this is a long travel for the boys. We'll see yeah. what happens. I hope I hope it's I hope we come out with six points. Uh, I think I think KP is kind of on the money. If if we come out with a couple draws, eh. it's all right. It's still points. It's points. It's points that we didn't have the beginning. Yeah, but of the I season. like six points. Six points are better. Yeah. Six point weekends are fun. Six point weekends are good. And, and so we if, get a twelve point. Week I was say, there's no, potential for twelve. It yeah. would be a. Um, 18 point week oh yeah if you're gonna if for just for ncfc like yeah no for courage too because they play when they played saturday oh, they play wednesday saturday yeah. yeah so that's double the 18 if we're talking point. a full calendar week yeah yeah, yeah we're yeah. going we're going 36 of, point week lot, we have to change p- the name <laughs> let's <laughs> do it sorry chuck we're changing the name cool good with it good <laughs> with it. production all right, uh, real quick shout out to steve malik for hanging out on the bus with us yes, yes. that was cool and for hanging out in the stands yeah, yeah. Um, he was with us pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I, he Man floated around, I'm sure, because there was yeah. some official duties to do. Yeah, but yeah. he know, was with us cheering. Owning two teams. Owning yeah, two teams, know. no big deal. Uh, Man of the people. So thanks, Steve. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a lot of courage, and we're going to answer your Ask 6PW questions. So stick around. We'll be right back. So this Friday is 420 and New Belgium is brewing a beer using hemp seeds called the Hemperer. Tasty Beverage will be throwing a party at their store in Raleigh where they'll be tapping that keg right at 420 p.m. In case you get the munchies, they'll have PB&J sandwiches and Funyuns too. I'm not making this up. While you're there, grab some beer to go for the Courage Tailgate this weekend versus Utah Royals. That's Tasty Beverage in downtown Raleigh. TastyBeverageCo.com And we're back. Cool. So we have Dave with us. Hello. And Dave was actually at the Courage game versus the Spirit over the same time. Like they started at this exact same time. And we kept getting updates as much as we possibly could. And I think when it was 3 2, it was 4 2, I think we were like, holy shit, six point weekend. Yep. Because yeah, at that point, we, we were up 2 0 and it was 88 minute and, and we were all cheering and hugging and. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah, it, it it was a tough decision for me to uh, say no to the uh, booziest and best bus ride in <laughs> North Carolina, <laughs> and 
especially when all I got in return was you know six goal thriller six, six goal thriller full of uh, yeah full of world class finishes yeah you at know? least you got your money's worth yeah you yeah. know and yeah then sometimes you just got to take one for the team yeah yeah <laughs> that you did so tell us about your experience man so um, heading up to DC um, the Washington Spirit play at the Maryland Soccerplex as which uh, is up in suburban Maryland as Raleigh City Sports likes to call the Southern Maryland Spirit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Washington Spirit. <laughs> Some more accurate. Some something to that effect, <laughs> yes. So Maryland Soccer Plex, the Plex is emphasized here because <laughs> there are at least twice as many practice fields and youth soccer fields as Wake Met Soccer that Park. Sounds like mm. Matthews. It was about the same. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah. They were they were mm-hmm. theirs was spread out all over the place though. So so Crazy. was so was uh, Maryland yeah. Soccer Plex. Yeah. Plus they also had uh, indoor tennis facility, mm. uh, oh. indoor swimming facility, what? sports. Um, yeah, it very was much so. Very much, and they had softball fields. They had walking paths, picnic areas, and a distinctly municipal lack of adult fun to be had. So, so where <laughs> so was the soccer yes. at? So the stadium itself, <laughs> it, it's a fairly small stadium. It only holds about 4,000. It actually what? reminded me a little bit of Wake Met Soccer Park back before 2010. Before, before the expansion. Before the expansion yeah. started happening. I mean, and, that's, that's and there were even Matthews. fewer yep. and there were even fewer seats in, you know, the Maryland Stadium than there were ever in Wake Met Soccer Park. Yeah. It looks uh, smaller than than what you're saying on TV. Yeah, it does. Well, cuz they have the hill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A, they have that big, they have the they essentially have hills on both sides. Yeah, hills much smaller on the scoreboard side. How do you but. count the attendance for hills? It's GA. So you uh, buy okay. your ticket yeah. but you just sit on the hill. Right. So, so essentially like our support stand. You right. Just, but even still, exactly. it's like, you know, what happens if there's a crazy, you know, big game, like it's a final or something like that? You know, how many people can fit on that hill? Not very many. Not, Not many. very many. It just doesn't look like that many. It's no. never, I don't, I've never seen it full, right. so I don't know. Sure. Then I don't have to worry about that, but still. No. I've, well, it certainly, it wasn't full for this game either. It was a, it was a good crowd Surprising. for the evening. I'm surprised about that. It was that. a good crowd for the evening, but it was not a full house. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're out in the middle of the suburbs. Yeah. Indeed. Or, what, what does Raleigh Silly Sports call them? Uh, Southern Maryland Spirit. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the Spirit Squadron, they were a good group, good welcoming group, yeah. uh, as welcoming as they could be given that they had to tailgate almost a mile away from the stadium Ridiculous. in a picnic area. Ridiculous. They had to hide all of their alcohol, so red Solo cups were the order of the day. Uh, um, <laughs> that, no that, hot dogs? I, I got to give North Carolina Liquor Laws credit. You can have an open beer container like in, in, a, in a place like Wake Med, no big deal. Right. I remember going to Atlanta for the ACC tournament, and we were pre-gaming in the parking lot. And uh, one of those, like, you know, traffic guys came by. He was like, like, oh, Christ, we're getting busted for drinking in public. He's like, y'all can drink in public all you want. You just got to put a, you know, a brown bag on the front of the, the can. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> so I guess it's the same thing there. It's like, as long as people don't know you're drinking. Yeah, as long as it looks. As oh, because a brown bag. Right. Because <laughs> like a red Solo cup doesn't <laughs> right. imply anything these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's juice. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Juice. Exactly. With gin in it. Exactly. It's- it's apple juice what do you mean but i give credit to the spirit squadron they were i was the only one who actually showed up for their tailgate they had to strike it 90 minutes before the game that's insane how early did they start they started around they actually started around uh 2 30 oh okay and then they went for about three hours just hanging out um, they're used to this method. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're, they're, th- this is what they've learned how to do because this is what the authorities have kind of forced them into. So so looking at your notes real quick, I have a question. 
if they're a mile away and they have to tear down 90 minutes to game day or to game time, how do they get to the stadium if they've been drinking all day? Um, <laughs> most of them were pretty sober. Uh, okay. So, okay. Sober up before they yeah they go. so they they have enough they gave themselves enough time to sober up so that they could uh, drive over to the stadium and park there. Oh man, mm. that's not for me. Indeed. <laughs> yep. But it was a very very welcoming group, very friendly, and hmm. several of them said they were coming down here hey. for hey. the Courage Spirit game on May twelfth. Cool. At Wake Med. So that's, that's crazy. That's so. Soon, <laughs> I know. But hey, that's what happens when you have nine teams. I guess. Yeah. I was also taking very good notes on their bass drum stand. So oh, yeah. I know Ryan and I will need to talk about that yep. later. Yeah, so. yeah. You're all about that bass drum. Man. Yes, indeed. So anyway, the game itself. Um, say this much about the courage: the shooting accuracy problems they had in the first two games, not the least bit present here. Yeah. <laughs> not good. They had. They good. had. Uh, that means six, they listened to us. You well, <laughs> maybe. That uh, means they, they listened. Darian was like, "Y'all, you gotta listen to the Six Point Weekend. They're woke." <laughs> they, they said at some point in the podcast, they said, "Fuck it." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they had 16 shots for the game. Ten of them were on frame. Not bad. Not bad. Not a bad ratio at all. And two of the ones that weren't on frame were shots that Lynn Williams hit off the woodwork. Uh, Again, uh, why do we not count? Woodwork is shots on goal. That's literally on frame. <laughs> yes. Conspiracies. Oh. So, so no no problems with offense in this game Sweet. at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Player of the match, without question, calls her boning. My girl. Oh. Calls her boning. She We're was, trying to get her on, I promise. <laughs> she was absolutely everywhere Dude. on this pitch. I mean, yes. she was disrupting the spirit midfield. Plus, she scored two goals. In this game, Did including the free kick, the free yeah. kick. Yes. Yes. she painted the corner what, on God. that. What sucks is that any other weekend, that's goal of the week without question. But the Red Stars goal eh, might just be a tad bit better. I vote for McCall because I'm a homer. But that free kick, but that, that free, free kick, free kick goal was like, really, really nice. Because there were a few Courage players that were kind of hovering over the ball. There so, were. So there was kind of a, a misdirection about who was actually going to take that. Right. And I really wouldn't have thought McCall was going to take I that. wasn't going to say McCall. Yeah. But the way, the way she angled it, she got it away. The wall was set up to the left of where McCall yeah. actually kicked it. Yeah. So she was able to not have to worry about getting it on the wall and over, over the wall. And she just put it right in that left corner. I mean, the placement could not have been better. Yeah, kind of almost side netting on the inside. Mm-hmm. It looked, yeah, beautiful, beautiful goal. But the fact that the fact that she and Denise O'Sullivan really dominated that midfield throughout the game, and I know uh, her pitch on Twitter posted a photo <laughs> of uh, Zerboni's national team jersey and said, "Hint, hint, Jill." We've been saying that for a couple weeks now. <laughs> like- yep. Where's that McCall up? Right. Oh, yes. Let's get, get that McCall up. Right, here we go. We're going to campaign going right well, now. The McCall if she up. Play, McCall if, her up. If yep. she plays like she played in Washington for the rest of the season, she absolutely deserves right. a call. Well, hashtag absolutely. it. Put it on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag McCall, McCall, McCall her, her up. up. Hashtag mm-hmm. McCall her up. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Get Jill mm-hmm. Ellis to notice. Yes. Let's go, guys. Yeah. Speaking of Jill Ellis. Mm. There was a very hot take (laughs) about regarding uh, Jill Ellis. Um, This was right after Lynn Williams scored her goal. This was in the 66th minute. Lynn Williams got wide open on the on the defense and basically shifted to the right and shot it just right on the ground to the left. Yeah, like a low screamer. Yeah, low screamer. Aimed it perfectly. Worm burner. And it was worm burner. Yes, and it was right after this that uh, Herman Castro got on Twitter with this hot take, and I quote, Jill Ellis ruined Taylor Smith. 
She is always so focused on attacking, something that Ellis really wanted from her, mm -hmm. that when she is on attack, attacking mode, she never fully recovers to get back to defend. That Williams goal showed exactly what I'm talking about. What the hottest of She hot is Damn, so right? stuck on Jill Ellis' style right. that it ruined her play. She seems so awkward now plays with no type of confidence now Ooh, i don't entirely agree with that because sure. having watched all 90 minutes of that she and jay hinkle did get into quite a few battles and during the first half at least jay got the better of her okay but during the second half you start to see those little flashes of uh taylor smith doing things to win balls and and get forward uh that that we saw you know here yeah. i think part of it might just be that uh, she misses paul riley and the influence that he had. Because Motivation. you heard that on yeah. the Inverted Triangle podcast with Merritt Mathias. Yeah. You know, where Mathias was talking about the influence that Paul Riley had on her. Right. And that, know, so much that she wanted to play for him again. Yes. Right? Yeah. Exactly. From Seattle or from, she played with him in Portland. I, I think, think it was, C I think it was. Because he never, it was he not never coached Seattle. Was, he, he never it coached in Portland. Portland though. He coached in Portland, Portland, not in Seattle. No, actually, no. It was up in uh, New York. New oh, York. right, right. That's what I'm thinking about. New York, of, with or, the Fury. Or Long Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some this for this small team in Long, Long Island, and so I think there's a little bit. I think Paul Riley may have brought the best out of Taylor Smith mm -hmm. uh, when she was here, and now that she is not here. Maybe, maybe the spirit coach is not doing the same thing to get that same like productivity out of her mm. that might so. be true that might be true well and i think that kind of goes back to maybe what we were saying earlier in the season when the trade happened of this may be a regression year for taylor and ashley just because they don't have paul uh because they they were used to a system taylor had been with the flash slash courage for two years mm -hmm. right uh used to that system we used her really well i thought yes mm -hmm. And it, did 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 it seem like they were using her in the same capacity in the with the spirit as they it were? It was using more first? of an. It, it, I think they tried to get her forward a lot more. Way more. This really? more. I, I think thought she so. was pretty forward for us. Even she That's, was. Wow. She was. But she. But you know, she didn't get back when Lynn Williams got open, and I think right. that that helped the courage attack quite a bit. Um, mm. in the long run, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> to be fair, it's really tough for anybody to mark Lynn Williams. For as fast as she is. That is true. Even for as fast as Taylor is. That is true. She was not the only fast player on the pitch. No. Though. You have to give credit to Mallory Pugh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. God. <laughs> Who scored. Goal in the third minute? Yes. Her, oh, yeah, okay. her run. Like, uh, her goal was, was it a deflection? It looked from like a deflection from, from replay. It was one of the Abbeys. It yeah, one of the Abbey. Uh, Abby Dahl Kemper kind of mishandled yeah. the, the pass from. She was kind of. Turned around, it yeah, like, yeah, a little bit, and and Mallory Pugh just pounced on it. I mean, it was a straight poacher's goal. Yeah, and and she, but the run up, like, yeah, damn, she's gonna be good for the U.S. Yes, she is. I'm really looking forward to her playing. Yes, for she the is. US. When when she pulled her hamstring, you could hear the little hush fall over, mm. fall over the like, crowd. Oh that no, was it's Roosevelt. All over yeah, again. <laughs> exactly. Around the 75th minute, and Rose has been out for like a good year now, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, for the same hamstring. Okay. Is it hamstring slash knee or something? Something like that, something, like that whole leg. Something's not healing right. Right. Mm -hmm. If Washington could ever get Mallory Pugh and Rose Lavelle on the pitch at the same time, they would be dangerous. I'm glad we at least got one game where they're both not on the pitch. Yes. <laughs> we got that two games true. now because they come up in like, what, a week? I can't imagine Rose Lavelle will be fit by then. Yeah. No, I don't no. think she will be. There's no timetable for her to come back as far as I know. So 
Um, also in this game, Crystal Dunn opened her account. Yes. With yep. uh, with the courage, uh, she got a goal in the twentieth minute, and it was mostly Lynn Williams making that one happen too. She Lynn Williams just she bombs down the left hand side, and then she does that little cutback. Yep. Everyone knows that cutback is coming. Nobody can stop it. It's reminiscent Nobody can of stop it. I think when they played the dash when we were if we won the game we would have won, won the, the shield. shield. Yeah. And mm-hmm. We did, and it was like. One of these, because they use that goal for all NWSL like promo highlights and stuff, and it's the exact same play. She's double marked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both players are running like for the end of their life, right? And then she just cuts and then she back. just just like halts it, just I, yeah, cuts like, it back right don't, there. I don't know how she right. does it. Yeah. Physics exactly. maintain that she should not be able to do you know, that. I feel like yeah. I tore my ACL just watching her do <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> I'm tired just watching. Yeah. It. <laughs> can't imagine what it's like to defend that. But she gets the cross in, and it looks like a potential handball in the box, but that did mm. not get called. Interesting. Uh, but that said, I the ball went right to Jess, uh, Jess McDonald, mm-hmm. and she just kicked it sort of up in the air uh, over in front of goal, and Crystal Dunn just ran under, volleyed it right home. Yeah. So that was a good, finish. A good goal, good finish for uh, Crystal Dunn. She had a very good game as well. She played in kind of that sort of attacking mid-role that Dabinia played against uh, Sky Blue. So she kind of moved in there while Kristen Hamilton took the other um, forward slot. Now, the the lineup sheet had her on the wing, but are you saying she was more midfield? She was a little bit more midfield, She, she I cut in more midfield I've, for the game? Yes. And and she and Kristen Hamilton both cut in okay. midfield yeah. uh, quite a bit. So that's tough. There that's was tough to work it with. felt like there was a slight amount of rotation in yeah. there just okay. to kind of throw Washington off. Right on. And it might have done the job too. So two one going in at half. You have you know Crystal Dunn scores. Um, McCall Zerboni gets that free kick, turns the game on its head, and then Zerboni scores again in the forty eighth minute on a corner kick. Um, essentially, it was a short corner that Kristen Hamilton. Uh, got in just inside the box on the right hand side, and she shakes her defender, and just shoot, just knocks it right in front of goal, and Washington clearly forgot about the far post. <laughs> it's like we had two <laughs> players on the far post, and Washington had none. And McCall and just had McCall a wide just open came volley, up and just whacked it. Right? Yep. Yeah. So that's two goals for her. Now, Franny Ordega pulled one back for the Spirit around uh, the 56th minute. So there was that little bit of hope that, you know, this could still end up being a result oh, for trust Washington. trust us. When we kept, when we were like, yeah, we're up 3-1. 3-2. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like at, at, the, at the Charlotte game, we were like, come on, this but weekend. Yeah, and they just and like, there was just like that, that. I don't know, like every soccer fan has that like dread that kind of hunts underneath your heart where mm-hmm. you're like, oh no, are we going to shit the bed on this one? Here it comes. Yeah. It's like, not the disappointment that kills you. It's the hope. It's, it's the, the hope. hope. It's, it's the always hope. the hope. Yep. Always the hope. But then uh, Lynn Williams got her goal in the 66th minute. It was a two-goal lead Done once deal. again, and that pretty much did it. Um, Mallory Pugh, um, like I said, tore her ham- looked like she tore her hamstring. In the 75th minute, Washington really only got one good attack after that. And after that, it was really, you know, one-way traffic. So, I mean, even when, you know, Jess McDonald went out for uh, Darian Jenkins and Merritt Mathias went out for uh, Alicia Chapman, who made her debut. Good uh, to see. Yeah. She, got a, yeah. she got a fair good amount of minutes yeah, in. Yeah, she did. Uh, at that point, it was mostly Darian just kind of 
pushing it over to the corner flag to kill as much clock as possible. Good team player. Yeah. And we were, we were all, you know, I mean, Josh and I were both up in the stands. We were cheering for her to, you know, go get her first goal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Crystal Dunn just opened her account. Why don't you open yours? Yeah. Here? I mean, like, make it five, two. Yeah, exactly. Make it five. Make it five. <laughs> sweep the leg. Yeah. Sweep the leg. No, no sweep the leg. Oh, That's no. Portland no. right there that sweeps the leg. That's Matthews. Yeah. So, but Darian did her job. And it, it was funny because I remember last year when Ashley Hatch always came on late, she would do the same thing. She mm -hmm. would basically just take the ball to the corner kill the flag game. and kill the game. Yeah. And so Darian, she did that for the most part. She did her job well. So, so. you got a couple of notes here. Did, did Hatch even feature in this game? She did. She started for, um, for Washington. She didn't do a whole lot. I mean, for the most part, the Abbeys bobbled her up. She did have a couple of, of uh, moves where she got herself open. But she didn't have a huge impact on the game. Yeah, it's the first and time we're talking that, about her. Yeah, I think that might just be because new system. we knew her or maybe yeah. she just wasn't used to. The you know the system that that uh, she we're, was playing. We're in. talking about two you know national team players who played for each other with each other for at least three straight seasons mm -hmm. against somebody that they were on their team that they played against in practice every single day. They yeah. know what Ashley Hatch could do exactly. if there's if there's ever a time to kind of take advantage of it. It's the first time you ever meet. So uh, other other notes about the game. Uh, Sammy Mewis was in the eighteen. Yeah. Interesting. So, so and we she didn't play. She didn't need to play, obviously, sure. after Lynn Williams scored. Um, but she looked like she was ready to go after the game. She uh, she was doing her sprints and she looked good. I mean, she looked like she was just about ready to play. What have I said before? If you're if you're fit enough to make the eighteen, you're fit enough to play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, I feel like that's like kind of a generic thing, but yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, that's really good, very to good to see. I think it will be a big help for us, especially she, if she's available uh, this week. I I don't know if she would because I mean, like even if she's fully fit, she needs game minutes. Yeah, yes. but now we've got two games coming up on yeah. Wednesday and Saturday True. against Seattle, which. Pino has been tearing it up. Yeah, and, and with Dabinia still in Brazil, yeah. we're, we it could would help to that. have another yeah. midfielder, even if it's just for twenty to thirty minutes. It's good to see that McCall and Crystal and Ham and Kristen Hamilton were both were all kind of like contributing to kind of make up for Dabinia's absence. Not to say that Dabinia is our midfield, but at the current state of things, without Sam Mewis, she is kind of the focal point or one of the major focal points. Mm -hmm. So without Mewis and Dabinia. Everybody has to set up. I think, step up. I think you could see her for Saturday's game against Utah. I can see that because it's a lifetime yeah. game, right? Yeah. Right. But also, shout out to Utah. Like, that's right. That, that is selling out Rio Tinto for the home opener for that's their first deal. game ever. It's exactly. a big deal. Yeah, I, I wasn't really expecting. I mean, I was expecting it to be a big turnout, but I was not expecting. And that's quite after that they turnout. took seats away. Like they were already on their way to a sellout before they even blocked off that session for the concert afterwards. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, I saw yeah. the funky like so, setup in the yeah. So they were behind the goal. They're gonna have to. Um, yeah. So then they opened up standing room only. Mm. Like that's how big it. Like that's huge. Over nineteen thousand people. That's, so awesome. that's amazing. That's so awesome. shout out to them. But I hope you lose this weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was there, because what we're three games into the season. They just now had their home opener. Yeah, I mean, Portland just had their home. Yeah, opener. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I guess yeah, it's we, just we, MLS. Are, we have a lot of home games up front. Yes, we uh, do. This season. Yes, we so. do. That's probably Which going. Gonna, that's probably going to help us in the long run. Get the points early. Get the points early. Yeah. So you can sneak up on teams. They don't figure you out because mm -hmm. we do have a we do have kind of a reworked system. Right. 
So uh, we've got the Seattle Rain on Wednesday. Dollar yeah. Dog Night. Dollar, 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 is it, dollar, is dollar Dog Night. Is, is, is it Salem's Dogs? It's, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Exclusively. Oh. We're Salem Stadium at Wigman Soccer Park. We ain't doing no Carolina We are. But, we need to know. No. We ain't doing no Bright Leafs. It's but, all Salem's. It's all Salem's. Salem's is good. It is good. I need a Bright Leaf, though. If my hot dog is not red. Go to the I, gas I, station <laughs> down, the, down the street. As long as it's a Circle K. Okay. As long as it's a Circle K. Gas Station FC. I am A-OK with it. Right. So that that's going to be the big one, and the question I think is, you know, how how do we shut down Megan Rapino now? Mm. Because last year, you know, Taylor Smith did probably the best of defensive job of the season. Yeah. But Matthias knows her. knows how she plays. That's true. That is true. That is true. Very good so point. That might be it. Might be Merritt Matthias will be asked to do what Taylor Smith did last season. I think she can do it. Speaking of Matthias. To listening to Neil's podcast with her, um, it was really cool to have her open up a little bit. I did not know that she was practically a forward until she went to Seattle. I honestly forgot about it. So she did play as a forward for Kansas City. Yeah. And then she went to Seattle, played like maybe half a season. Yeah. And then was thrown to the back. But she's, she plays so well at the back, so it doesn't really matter. It's amazing. But yeah. Because now she's known it, for being this hard-nosed like defender. Wasn't she a forward at UNC? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, she went to UNC. She was a forward. Yeah. It's basically and Seattle that converted her. Yeah. yeah. And thanks. I'm good thanks. with that. She's she's a hard she now yeah. she's known as like the hard nosed defender, but like it's cool to know that she has the touch of a forward at the same time. Yes. I like I like to have that. That's I mean, a good combo to have. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, good combo remember to have. when Paul played with the, he played with the lineup that one half game? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll do it again. Who, who knows? knows? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, we might have to have a little. We're going to have to have a little bit of rotation in there. I mean, but yeah, sure. yeah. not just McDonald in the back line rotation. Well, no, <laughs> not that. <laughs> that that's, that's for emergencies only, exactly. and that's a team player. That's She'll like, she'll be like plan, I'll play defense. That, fine. That's like playing double Z. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so Wednesday against Seattle, that's going to be a big test for for us, I believe. And then next Saturday, the lifetime game against uh, Utah. Bring your sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, yeah. three o'clock. Mm. Yay! So I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that we have like the the promo, like the the Royals or the 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 Regal Pack. Yeah, the Regal Pack of like the rain and the Royals. And the Royals mm-hmm. for twenty bucks get you both tickets. Lower sideline, lower sideline seats. seats. Pretty good deal. Nice. That's not bad at all. So Dave, you got some uh, you got some beef with the whole Dabinia thing. Oh God. Yeah, Dabinia Horses is still in Brazil playing in the Copa America Feminina, um, and apparently Brazil is mad at us <laughs> because we get in line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because we didn't release Dabinia in time, quote unquote, in time, quote yeah. in time for her, you know, for her to play in the international are window. We, are we talking like a day or two, possibly? Like, At the, the most. What's the point? At the most. And there's some question about you know when that day was because if you know she played for us on March 31st against Sky Blue. Yeah. If. It counts as the beginning of the tournament that she needs to be released five days in advance. Then she might very well be ineligible. But if it count, if it's more about five days before Brazil actually plays in the tournament, then... And this is why I think we're going to be okay. Because we can plead ignorance to FIFA, and FIFA will say, well, we didn't... In the rules, it doesn't quite specifically say... Like, there are two different rules, right? That, like, one is more focused on... 
uh, God, I, I hate this legal me. speak bullshit mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. I, I don't even want to get into like the the, the the specifics unless you'd like to. I don't really. I no. I still don't quite understand it, it, all it, the specifics. The fact that nobody is one hundred percent certain, and even when the tweet came out, it was they might be in a bit of trouble with FIFA and might have to forfeit the match. The fact that there's a might be and a might and a possibility means that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And which also probably means FIFA doesn't know. Surprise, and FIFA, and this is a women's soccer, so FIFA probably isn't going to care for a while. Exactly. They might not rule yeah. on this for two months for all we know. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if FIFA just went, Fuck off with this. Get, get, just she's fine. You know, like yeah. it's just like not. It's a, such a non-story. I'm the, the, you know as a fan of the courage. I'm hoping that's just what they say because I think it's fair to say across the board, FIFA does not give two shits about the women's game as much as they care about the men's game. And even then, but still, like that. I just just with how much I see how much they care about a lot of the shitty things that go on with some of the hosting nations for the World Cup. I can only imagine like just how much less of a shit they give about the women's game. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if, yeah, exactly. Like if if it takes two plus months, honestly, if it takes that long to make a ruling, just don't. Just don't. Yeah, just don't. Just let just it go. Fall. Just fall. Just fall. Yeah. <laughs> just, just fall. fall. And that's the thing. I don't even get why Brazil is that mad. I mean, yeah. Dabinia has come in. She's played well. She's scored she's two goals it. in four What's games. What's the problem? I don't see what the problem is. It's like they were mad, and then they're like, oh, wait. We forgot she's good no, at yeah. soccer. Yeah, Oops. exactly. She's fine. You're fine. All I know is if if FIFA decides to be hard asses about this and, and, and say, oh, she was ineligible and you have to forfeit the match, well, no question, I will be rooting for Argentina in the world. Oh, yes. you betcha. Uh, and, and I don't know if there's any. There was a rumor that had been going around that Sky Blue might have had some involvement with Brazil. Yeah. I, I, not, I don't know if it's true. I will not make any sure, claim out uh, any claim to the truth of those allegations. But but if I find out it's true, <laughs> that is going to be the angle shoot of the. Decade, oh, yeah. and, and the Sky only Blue. playoffs that Sky Blue should be allowed to make is the finals of the Player Haters Ball. <laughs> Player Haters <laughs> Ball. Oh man! Wow, that's dating it a bit at this point. It's sad that we're saying that that's dated. That's a dated reference, but it kind of is. It's over twelve years. It's over it's, ten years old. No, yeah. but it doesn't get old. Like, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get that old. That was 2008 for me. Yeah. If you said 10 years ago, I was Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I was how old? 24. Mm. 24 so, now. Mm. What, 14? Stop. So, You're making Dave feel old. <laughs> You're making me feel old. Anyway, Courage looked great up in Washington. Uh, Washington... You know they've got a great, a uh, great playoff offense, team? but not that great a backline. Play, I, potential playoff team, sneak, sneak, you know, sleep, you know, sleeper pick. If they uh, can no. get everybody healthy, right? If they can get everybody healthy, I think they would be a sleeper in the playoffs. So you only get four, but, yeah. because when you look at the, you know, when you look at the NWSL right now, I mean, how many really good teams are there? Four. There's us. There's Seattle looks really good right now. Um, Portland, I think, will get better as the season yeah, progresses. Yeah. Orlando. Not Orlando will get, but you have to assume Orlando is going to get better mm-hmm. for, but for not what they to the playoffs. for ha- for how much they have, <laughs> right? For how much they have, and again, yeah. now we maybe have talked about this before, but like uh, KP and I think we were talking about off off air, like maybe the the NCFC is not going to get a, a men's team to play like a, a fancy 
friendly in the yeah. middle of the season. My theory still stands is that we're going to host the NWSL final. That's so much soccer here. That's so much. I mean, I love it. I love it. I need it. But, but what's but wrong with that? Would, yeah, exactly. What's wrong <laughs> who, with that? Who deserves it? That's so much more, more than us. No, not to be shitty about it. I mean, we killed the NASL according yeah, to some, bro. Right? We, yeah. we, we've this killed is, the, we single-handedly. This might be the final bit of the payoff for Malik to. We, <laughs> we single-handedly destroyed the institution that basically propped up the cosmos. Yeah. Yes. So, so not only yeah, you know, yeah, we, you know, we 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 can have Ayo. a whole podcast about that. Yep. Oh yes, we could. Child. But hey, just saying, NWSL final. Could happen, please. I mean, if you're if you want a great final at a stadium that's going to sell out, you could do a lot worse. All right, question time. Oh, so, you, are you going to skip over the Pickums? Oh, okay. sh- <laughs> I was that let's, depressed. Was that, was that? Let's go right to the Pickums. Actually, <laughs> let, let, yeah. Let's because just put it out there. Basically, Chuck did like Charlotte and kept the same number of points. Oh yeah, yeah. I maintained for the first time this whole season <laughs> at negative, negative 65. 65. Dave's still leading at 35. KP did a hell of a job. I'm there, I'm you there. got a perfect KP, score, nice my friend. Job. You got a perfect score. I think it was the Thorns pick was the perfect score. Yeah. yeah. So, good for you. So, KP's at 30. Jonathan and Ebony are tied at negative 5. Y'all maintained as well. Yeah, maintained. But I maintained at negative 65. So. <laughs> so, but but that just goes to show you. KP went from 5 to 30. Well, I was and, at zero. Oh, you were at zero. Yeah, I was at zero. So, so you went from zero to thirty in one week, and now you're five points behind Dave. So anything can, anything happen. can happen. Anything can As happen. As Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. Anything. Um, now we're gonna go to questions. Thank you for letting me not get past that. Hey, you should be proud. You maintain. <laughs> you maintain. I maintain, y'all. Consistency is I, key. I did well, except for not picking NCFC to win. Um, okay. Let's actually talk about Drew's over-unders real quick. Yeah. Because yes, there's sorry. a lot to, to unpack first. here. So Drew asked us a, uh, a question about, you know, so he had an over-under and he gave us numbers. And so we're going to pick over or under based off of what he asked. So regular season NCFC points, he set it at 51. And mm. the reason is, is because we're hitting about 1.5 points per game in a 34-game season. Under. You say under. Under. So the cutoff... Last year's playoff cutoff was 1.375 points per game. I'm going to say under just because I'm a negative. We still, make the player. we'll still make the playoffs because I don't think a lot of teams are going to be getting. I, I think you're going to have the top three get the bulk of the points and everybody yes. else is going to kind of, you mm. know, like, yeah. you know. Simmer around that. It'll look like the Premier League, basically. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. It's just, everyone's going to kind of like level off in the from 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 four to eight. Everyone's going to have. Forty three to forty. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, you, you. If you go on a run, you could go second or you can go eighth. Yeah. Really, it could be anywhere. So yeah, I would go under on this one as well. It, I think, getting, especially after losing your first three, I think yeah. it's going to be hard th- to get back to one point five per game. Yeah, I think three. if his threshold was a little lower, I would have gone for a push. But I think I'll have to join the crowd and say under, under, but not. I don't. I not don't by much. By much. Forty five. Forty six. Forty five would be about reasonable for me. Um. Marcel Kinizori yellow cards. He said it at six. <laughs> over. 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 <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Marcel. He's a hell of a player. I just think sometimes he just gets caught out, and and, and refs are terrible. <laughs> I, I really bank it on the fact that refs are terrible mm. more than anything. They, they call yellows when it's not really Especially a when they come to Waitman Soccer Park. Like, there were so many opportunities in the Matthews games. I was like... There should have been cl- cards flying for both sides, to be honest. To be but, fair, that ref played a fairly but, good game. But it was very level-headed. So yeah, I'll give him it was. He, did, he, he let the game. He controlled the game. He did a very good job. So everyone's saying uh, over. Over. Oh, oh definitely yes. over. Definitely over. All right. Daniel Rios goals 17. I'm over. 
Oh, over. I'm going to take a strong... If, if he... Really? Would you want 20 goal season? I, I was going to say 20 goal season. Damn, I, I, I'm going to put it on the line. I mean, no bets or anything, but I, I will say that I, I feel com- really confident in Rios. Mm. I think if he continues to play at the level he's playing right now, I, I would not be surprised mm. if he could at least break 17. Wow. I, I, I would actually agree with that. I th- yeah. I will go over as well. You're going to go over? You're going to go over? I was going to go under. I was going under. 15. Yeah, same here. Same exact number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 15. So Seven close. I think we're all saying he can do a job. I, 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 yes. He ha- he definitely has the potential to be a 20-goal season for sure. And I, yeah. and I want to put my heart on that and say that he is going to do it. Now, if he doesn't, I still think he'll score 15 for sure. That's fair. That's fair, especially what he's producing right now with very little service, and he's kind of getting some scrappy goals. Once he gets more familiar with the league, I think he can start having these like crazy finishes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's starting to really show, like you know, the highlight reel that we saw when we when he when we signed him. We were like, okay, this guy actually has some pretty good finishing. Yeah, he just he's been unlucky. He's hit the woodwork a few times already this season. Yeah. It's just a matter of time for those to go in. All right, insecurage season points. Drew said at 50, we had 49 last year, okay. but with one less team to play against. Now, we kind of like s- spread that all evenly, but Boston was an easy win last year. We don't have them now. Who, I'm going, well, Houston will be an easy win. Houston will be. Yeah, Houston replaces them as yeah. the easy win. I am actually going to go under on this, not by very much. Hmm. I think I don't. I, I think with the fact that we have. Multiple road trips to Seattle and Orlando yet to come. Mm. We have not played Chicago with Sam Kerr yet. Mm. Granted, Chicago yeah, hasn't played with Sam Kerr right. yet. Yeah. <laughs> but by the time you know Chicago comes here, Sam Kerr will be back. That's, That's right. So, yes. Damn. So Ooh. that is going to be I, – I think the fact that it's a, a smaller league and there are fewer or at least one fewer – very bad teams right in in involved in the league this year mm-hmm. i think it will be harder to get to 50 points much less duplicate last That's year's pretty 49. good argument actually yeah. so i would say i would say still you know still very much a home playoff game uh, mm-hmm. for this team top 2 top 2 yep. easily but i would say under on 50 points mm-hmm. you know with I, I didn't even think about the fixtures i i probably would have gone with a push because i think it, the consistency will retain with this team but now thinking of all those fixtures i'm gonna have to say under but again like dave said like slightly under like i know we'll do well but man like losing Hmm. boston and then also having some really really tough road fixtures Hmm. ebony what you got i had under at first i was gonna go over but in like 52 points but Hmm. then i forgot that we sam kerr (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> road crazy not just road games cross country road yeah games. cross country yeah. i forgot we had to do that twice actually yeah. so i'm gonna say over hey oh but take that with a grain of salt because my picks are shit anyways <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna say 55 oh. okay so Woo. come back come back well especially if we make the number one spot right that's, that, what I'm, that's, what that's I'm understandable expecting. you I'm you, you saying one. 55 means fifa's probably going to rule <laughs> yes cross cross damn it chuck yeah i just doomed us for all time darian jenkins goals drew set it at seven keeping in mind that ashley hatch had seven last year and keeping in mind that she really didn't get going until about halfway through the season over over 10 10 yeah i could see that yeah i was gonna say eight 
I'm going to go over as well. Yeah. I think it could happen. How many? I mean, we... Nine, ten. I'm gonna set it at nine. Nine. I think I'm I think gonna go for a push. Happen. I think I think seven's, seven's a really good, really yeah, good number. Yeah, yeah. All right, Darian, no pressure. No, no pressure, pressure Darian. We, we know you listen to us now, <laughs> so no pressure. Total NCFC points gained against Matthews. Drew set it at eight. Over. Mm. Over. <laughs> over. <laughs> Drew clarified by saying the only the answer, answer is, is over. over. Yes. <laughs> the answer is over. Yes. That's so we, ha- we have to go with that. All right. To answer some more questions, Simon asked, on a scale of zero to negative 1,000, how offended were you at Jack's Militia using a blow-up hot dog slash sandwich? I'm, that's the only part I'm offended about. I am so... <laughs> I, I am untriggered off. about it because <laughs> they inspired me. It was Before we said, like before we went on air, I think right at the beginning, I, I'm going to buy like 10 of these. <laughs> so when they come down, it can truly be the Wiener Dome. The Wiener Dome. The, 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 this is Jonathan's issue. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. The, take he, it up with Jonathan. Take it up with Jonathan. <laughs> take it up with Jonathan. <laughs> not not I everybody. Been, I would have been more offended if they had actually wrote sandwich. On right, it. right. If they put sandwich with a question mark, yeah. I would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> I would have been triggered. Debate. I would have been triggered. Yes. Uh, Kyle asked, "How does Dave not get blisters all the time on his hands while playing the drum?" Dave, what's your secret? Uh, number one, who says I don't? Right. <laughs> uh, you're a drummer, Good. though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I am not traditionally a drummer, so oh, okay. you know. And plus, I've somehow I've just been blessed with very soft hands in my life. I, I would say mostly. From I imagine you've got some callus now. Like yeah, really right. Hard work. Um, not really. Gordon, uh, Gordon I, Bombay, soft hands. Yeah, oh, I've just managed yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I just you know managed to just have the right grip on those sticks. Don't don't grip Maybe it. Maybe I had, don't, don't. You don't grip, grip it. You don't grip it too tight. Yeah. Uh, I think by the way, the, that's the trick. I, I told Kyle at the NCFC game he did a hell of a job subbing in for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought he did a great job. He did a really great job. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Kyle. Yeah. Can I summarize Brian's question? It's yeah, really long. yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it's so really good. It's, lots it's a good question, especially as a uh, Manchester United fan. The, one of these <laughs> kind of being <laughs> in your wheelhouse with Dwight York and Andy Cole. Uh, that well, not that part. I mean, <laughs> uh, the one like so apparently he had some issues with uh, the ESPN Plus uh, signing up for not signing up for it, but it just was the graphics being graphics shit. were yeah graphics were not the best. Um, and it was just apparently general, his words, general shoddiness. Okay. <laughs> um, so should he be, ex- be lowering his expectations for a paid service? I'm going to say I signed up for ESPN+. Plus. Same. And I'm probably going to when I get paid this week. Well, I mean, it's free 30-day trial. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then I'll go ahead and sign up. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And That's a nice endorsement. Ayo. <laughs> I, I watched the Las Vegas Knights vs. LA Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh. Wow, and then I also watched the Bethlehem game versus LA. Oh, La- yeah. Las Vegas right. Lights. Right. I said LA. I'm sorry. <laughs> Las Vegas Knights. <laughs> Las Vegas. Uh, and then I watched our game, and picture was wonderful. Yeah. It looked really good. Now, granted, those were just replays. Right. Um, I haven't had a chance to really use it as because first game I could have used it for, we were there. Yeah. You know? But I didn't see. I haven't seen any general problems with it. There have been some people that have had gripes about it because it has taken a little bit of time to load certain games. Not for me. Yeah, yeah. But, um, especially uh, like some live ones. But pro tip for anybody who's watching on mobile: disable the autoplay mode yeah. in your settings. Yes, it's annoying as hell. You can get rid of it. It's worth it. Trust me. I watched the first time at like the day of signing up. I watched, oh God, it was like Bradford City and Shrewsbury. 
oh. in League One. Yeah. I just, you know, just to see how it would do. And it looked great. Yeah. The fact that you'd get those, the fact that it was a League One game and I could get, I could watch a League One game was pretty cool live. Mm. And, and actually, there was a replay for the Cardiff game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the replays. Are, yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. For, for the replay games where you're just like, I just want to watch this game just to have something in the background. It's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, again, we've talked about this before of like ESPN Plus is in, infinitely better than YouTube because everybody has a streaming service of some kind or a, a, a device of some kind at home along with what they take with them. Yeah. And nobody's checking YouTube to see what's live. But they're checking ESPN because they have their show. Oh, is SportsCenter on right now? Or, oh, is my team playing right now? Oh, well, there's something live going on right now. What is it? Soccer? Boop. Um, all of a sudden, you're watching Charlotte versus NCFC. Yeah. That you might not have otherwise given two shits about. But it's something to watch while you wait for the thing that you want to watch. You're not going to get that with YouTube. So I think you get more eyes just because of the ESPN service. So give it some time. Honestly, it ain't go 90. Yeah, so. yeah it's not go 90. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, count your blessings. Jeff asked, supporters, groups. Uh, well, actually, we kind of skipped that one because I'm not quite sure what you asked, Jeff. Sorry. Uh, Zach asked, does Footy's bicycle kick s- setup earn him some good graces after being down on him? Yes. 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 He Everything we said about him on previous podcasts, just Nolan turn Boyd. it on its head. Nolan like, Nolan Boyd, Boyd that was the best performance he's had so far and I look forward to more of that. Not just the bicycle kick but his overall defensive yeah, play. Overall yeah. defensive was, play was, was great. Amazing. It just took some time but Zach asked a very important question. Should noisemakers like a spinning one that we saw in Jack's Militia's uh, section be acceptable in the league? I will say no. no. I would say definitely not Vuvuzelas. Yeah. No, noisemakers I like I'm not a fan. When I see them I think of it as just kind of silly. But I also understand that, especially with non-major league sports, it can be hard to provide atmosphere. So sure. I can get it. And I, and I get that this was a derby game, so they're probably trying to be annoying sure. intentionally. It was a little annoying. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the fence about it because like, I love bringing an environment. But that's up to more singing, more flags, more right. smoke, more Right. That was the everything. issue I had is that I don't mind it. If it's kind of in sync with how loud your section is, yes, they could have had more drums like we do. Like right. you know, we've got toms and bass drum, and occasionally we'll have someone playing trumpet. But the fact that I could hear it clearly above everybody else, yeah, meant that it should meld with it. It should. It should be an. It should be part of yes the fan. Experience. If everybody is doing it, that's one thing. Kind of like, like when, when you score a goal, like just go all out, yeah, make noise, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like what what Mississippi State does with the the, the cowbells clang, and everything. Clang, 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 that's clang, annoying clang, as hell, clang, but that's clang, their, clang, 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 clang. that's their thing, right? Like a million people do it in the stadium, and it's just deafening. But if one person does it, it's just like, can you, can you tell them to stop? It's just, yeah. You're just dumb. Why are you doing yes. this? Um, I think anyone should be allowed to bring a Vuvuzelas to the stadium, and I think anyone like else, I think anyone else in the stadium <laughs> should be allowed to give them an impromptu colonoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I beat you with your Vuvuzela? Right. Exactly. Yeah, make sure it's plastic because it's gonna hurt otherwise. I mean, I want you to bring a real one so that I can beat you with the real one. Don't bring a. Pl- if you're gonna bring a Vuvuzela, go all out. Yeah. So that I can go all out when I beat you with it. Mm. Thank God that's Jeez. now eight years ago. Yes. We don't have to worry about that anymore. No, I still hear the ringing in my ears. It's still <laughs> 2010. <laughs> What's the one thing you remember about the 2010 FIFA World Cup? That is it. 
And everyone stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> With good reason. Uh, Justin asked, do, do you think McCall will get into the cap this year? Yes. Yep. yep. I think she will. I think the way McCall she's playing up. right now, it is really going to be hard to justify yep. keeping her off the team. Yep. I mean, you could talk about you know Sammy Mewis when she gets healthy. You can talk sure. about Andy Sullivan, but McCall Zerboni outplayed Andy Sullivan in that game. Yeah, and I, like I, I don't want I don't want Jill Ellis to be ageist, and I feel like maybe if she's not calling her up because she's thirty something and that she's trying to get a little younger for the World Cup qualifiers and everything like that. It's a they World let Cup. Abby you Walmart play, play to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They let Abby Walmart play till she was like fifty five. Okay, thank so. you. Hope Solo played till she was. 40 something yeah. right like you know like everybody plays until they're how old is carly lloyd carly lloyd's like 34 yeah so she's still playing i got yeah but like she plays she clearly has favorites how old was brianna scurry when she came on good in god favor yeah. Of hope yeah. solo yeah, yeah. Oh, after yeah. hope solo had three shutouts in that 2007 world cup yep. and then the they Olympics, bring on brianna yeah, scurry against brazil yeah. that was the olympics 38 no that was 2007 that was the she, she won the Olympics because she won the Olympics in 2008, and Hope Solo got a shutout against Brazil in in the in those Olympics. That's right. Yeah. So Greg Ryan, man. Jeez. Oof. Uh, Oof. Uh, Justin also asked, "What's the guilty pleasure song currently making the rounds on your playlist? Y'all got one?" Uh, never guilty pleasures. Sort of. Well, yeah, yeah. I think on the last call, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm never ashamed, but I would say probably the one thing that stands out from my usual metal um <laughs> is uh sorry not sorry from demi lovato i love i love demi like i'm wow big fan also she does jujitsu she's a blue belt that's my oh, wife's okay. favorite song so, by the way. Okay. it's good i heard it at a it's hurricanes good. game one time i was like this is really good and the music video is really funny and like creative and so i, I mean i love it and yeah. people can hate on me for it no i got am everyone's got their thing dave you got one i take no guilt in my love of Submotion <laughs> orchestra um, their new album is out now. It is fantastic. Give it a listen. I, I yeah. do like a uh, couple of their previous albums better. Allium is an amazing album. Uh, Color Theory has some fantastic tracks. In terms of like actual guilty pleasure, uh, a DJ friend of mine from New York um, managed to point me to this one song off of the new Fifty Shades movie soundtrack. Oh boy, that's a guilty pleasure. Uh, yeah. We're getting in there. Sama yeah. It is is getting by the Samantha Gungle, I believe okay. is how her name is pronounced, and it's called Pearls. All right, and Check it's got it's got a, it's a little bit trust, funky. I trust you. Is it more guilty pleasure because of what Fifty it's Shades? on? It, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. exactly yeah. why. You would it's not a listen to it if it weren't for the promotion of that. I'm sure. Probably or, not. Yeah. I mean that that's how the weekend got their start. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, for me, because April and I have been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race because it's a great show. Shout out! It is um, their walkout music for like their like challenge for the week is uh, it's called Snapshot by RuPaul, and it's hmm. somebody remixed it, and it's super hot fire. It's really good. All it's right. it's very boring and kind of plain. There's not a lot of lyrics to it, but the beat is good. It it caught me immediately. And so I like found it on Spotify, and it's now on my starred playlist because it's. Just, and I listen to it. It's it's one of those head bobbers, you know. You're just like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's a club song almost. I've kind of gotten into this. <laughs> I mean, every RuPaul song is a club song. Yes. <laughs> True. But to be fair, but but that one caught my ear. Um, Ebony, what's yours? Do you have one? Uh, I've been on a like early two thousands kick. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I mean, I have right now. 
some high I school have, shit. I have some really good stuff going through like rotation. Because I found a playlist on Spotify that was 2000s uh, smash hits. I found it through Justin. And I'm really like, I'm that whole album isn't this it's not a guilty pleasure it's like a remembering like a yeah a really mm-hmm. going a, 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 what do you call it nostalgia, nostalgia. Yeah, when they reminisce go. over you yes there was some there's some uh backstreet boys on there some avril lavigne oh yeah uh, britney uh, I spears feel, i feel like another question oh, yeah. for another time should be like Backstreet Boys, Instinct, Britney Spears, that oh, kind of stuff. Oh, mm. we we can get into it. We can get into it. We could get yeah, into we it. We can get into it. Uh, Sterling, real quick, asked, should we really expect to see a lineup with two forwards in the next two games? I mean, yes. it worked. I, I don't know. Well, okay, so I think I think we will for these two games, but I'd like to see for more big games for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, they could change it up for Canada simply because of like having two back to back games. So. Rotation, yeah. Uh, is it realistic to expect six more points out of the Canada games this week? I don't think it's unrealistic. To I don't think honest. it's unrealistic. I think given the Even state that the I mean, given the state that Toronto FC two is in, and and the fact that Ottawa is not that great a squad, I don't think it's unrealistic. Now, are we actually going to do it? Is another question. Yeah, right. But yeah. it's I, not unrealistic. I don't believe it's an unrealistic expectation. I think that's fair to say. That's fair to say. I would say maybe a a realistic expectation would be four points. Four points would be good. Yeah, six points would be preferred. Yes, I think we can all agree on that. I had a question. Where are the beer vendors that we're supposed to be walking around the stands at Wake Med? In That's your dreams, question. obviously. Yeah, because oh, we mean, were uh, we were told that that was. All right, we were no, no, no at, at Wake Med. Oh, at, at, oh okay. Yeah, uh, they, was, at the beginning of the season, they put out that whole post about having new, new stuff, new stuff coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And like you have like your beer for a year in the corner, but there's supposed to be beer vendors walking around. I ain't seen it. Yeah, N- neither has I. Me neither. So I'm just wondering if it's just bad weather or we're just not staffed enough. But I hope beer vendors come soon because that's pretty cool. Would have liked that. We like some beer. Oh. Ice cold beer. Yeah, come beer. Go beer, hey. yeah, bit. Throw it at me, fam. Right. LB asked, "What do you think?" <laughs> there goes my dog. Uh, what do you think of the new date for the Louisville game that got canceled? So it's set Shit. for October. 9th. Can we not play it on their field? Yeah, please. So it's wedged in between two games. We're actually supposed to have a nice week off between our next to last game and the Charlotte game. So we were playing Red Bulls two, right? And then week off, uh, man. At the end of the week, we go to Charlotte. Not anymore. Not anymore. We, we got Louisville, Louisville now. Smacked now, right in the middle. I, I think, now you have to go to Louisville I in think the middle. if we are in a good position after playing Red Bull and we feel confident going into Can I just send the Charlotte? I feel like, we should, yeah, I was going to say, we should play the, <laughs> seriously, I think we should play kids and yeah. just not give a fuck for that Would be nice. Louisville game. I just don't see that happening, though. No, go all in Colin Clark game. does not do that. No. Colin Clark, we have the ability to do that, but Colin Clark will absolutely not do that. Ew. Uh Isidro asked, why did y'all have to tailgate on the bus? Because Matthews is dumb. Because we couldn't have alcohol on the premise. Yeah, right. that's pretty much Except in the sports place. It's a sports split, so there's it's little the children rules. running around. Because we were our bus was parked right next to a swing set. Think so. of the children. <laughs> <laughs> someone think of the children. <laughs> yeah, them's the rules. We got to go Yeah, by. and then I saw some marshes next to it, too, so I don't know. Yeah, there was a cesspool right behind <laughs> uh, uh, Israel asked a few questions, but one of them was interesting. Why do y'all not go live during every podcast because man i tell you what if you did it'd be two hours long and there'd be a lot of shit talk although yes it would be a cool idea maybe at the end of the season maybe maybe yeah 
I, I thought about like if we ever had like a Patreon account that like that would be the bonus content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if I want people listening to our shit talk before we start. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> uh, there's just we just get warmed up by and talking about stuff. Not even about soccer. No, it's, it's just, just about everything. Nobody really wants to listen to us talk for for an hour and a half, two hours. It'd be cool. Let's do for like one or two games. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool, but I just don't know if that's going to happen. Um, that'll do it for this episode. Y'all, thank you very much for listening. Of course, uh, at the very end, we were brought to you by Tasty Beverage, uh, tastybeverageco.com, and the Beautiful Game Network. Check them out at bgn.fm or at the bgnfm on Twitter. Friends of the Pod, Soccer and Sweet Tea.com. They were really great. Uh, they wrote up a nice uh, review or, or uh, you know review of the game. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook at Six Point Weekend and leave us a review on iTunes if you want, if you haven't already. That'd be really great. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. We hope to have another God. What are we talking? What did we say? 24? 36, <laughs> 36, 36, 36, 36 point weekend. 36 point weekend. 36 point weekend. Here we go. Just change the name of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. See you all next week. Peace.